Oh hoy! I'm the comic book hunter. Just call me Hunter. And uh, uh, hello there. I'm History of the Flash, but you can call me JD. It's a weird intro. And welcome to a hero story. Uh, for those of you just joining us, a hero story is a podcast all about comic books and superheroes and stuff like that. Uh, we usually start off with the news of the week, where we talk about all the superhero-related moves of the week, from comics to movies to gaming to blah 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 blah. Next, we go to the comics of the week, where we talk about a few comics that came out this past Wednesday, and we just talk about. What happened in them, our reviews of them, and what we thought, blah, 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 blah. After that, we do a character of the week where we bring a character and we just talk about them and how we are introduced to said character, what we think of said character, and what we believe this said character will be off to in the future. Uh, The character of the week will be Simon Baz, Green Lantern, but we'll talk about him at the end of the episode. Thanks for joining us, and we will start with the news. All right, so uh, the news is usually Hunter's segment, but... uh, for some reason, I started talking. So uh, yeah. <laughs> the CW has announced a crossover, or I guess the crossover was already announced uh, to be Elseworlds, but uh, we're releasing some official posters, uh, one poster of which includes uh, Flash and Green Arrow. That shouldn't be too unusual, right? Well, wrong. Uh, Stephen Amell is the Flash, and Grant Gustin is Green Arrow, which is odd because, well, that's not who they play. Uh, so this is an Elseworld where I'm assuming that... Um, I guess Oliver Queen is the Flash, or yeah. uh, Barry Allen's yeah. the Green Arrow. Uh, should be interesting. It looked weird, and don't at me on this one. But Stephen Amell looked better in the Flash cowl than Grant. I was gonna say that. <laughs> it just it fits him more. It's it, it, like I don't know. if It's like they upgraded the cowl, or he's just got like a more full face. Is that like a thing? they probably full like face? made a suit specifically for Stephen Amell because he's like way bigger than Grant Gustin. That is so true. They, they probably but, yeah. Um, congratulations. We finally have a blonde live-action Barry Allen. Uh, not the way I was expecting it to happen. With muscles. But, uh, but yeah, but, um, yeah, this is interesting. The, the poster threw me off. I thought it was fan-made because I don't know if you remember back when Flashpoint was happening, but there were, like, a lot of memes where they would, like, switch uh, their bodies. And I was like, oh, okay. And then when I saw this, I was like, oh, did somebody make another meme? And I was like, nope, uh, Stephen Amell actually posted that. Yep, the whole cast did. <laughs> also with this crossover we have like even more confirmation that superman's going to be in it uh grant gustin posted a photo recently of uh, him Stephen amell and superman in a black suit it is the cw superman that appears in supergirl every once in a while so tyler ho hochland i think his name is something like that yeah his superman i think is good not great but you good. don't you don't think he's the perfect superman like blurred vision just kidding of course uh <laughs> Tyler's an okay Superman. I would say that his episodes of Supergirl are probably the best episodes of Supergirl. I mean, that's not saying much because Supergirl is actually kind of a trash show. That being said, uh, he, uh, I'm, I'm brash, bold and brash. Um, but yeah, he's he's fairly interesting. I enjoy him. Um, but yeah, so he's going to have the black suit for some reason. Maybe this, like, because they're doing multiple worlds. So maybe on the world where he has the black suit, his Superman already died. And it's like he came back to life. Maybe they're doing like a reign of Superman thing. Oh, that'd maybe? be cool. That'd be cool. He also uh, noticed it's not like they just took the CW suit and made it black. Like he has the new 52 color. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. Also, what's annoying? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Don't go. I was going to move on. So you go. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, just uh, what's annoying me is a lot of meme pages are saying like, oh, wow. Tyler wore the black suit before Henry. And yes, well, Henry never got to wear the black suit in uh, Justice League as some of us would have liked. Uh, maybe maybe he did in the Snyder Cut. I still believe it's out there. Anyway, um, 
Henry actually wore the black suit kind of in the dream mm-hmm. sequence from Man of Steel. Y'all are forgetting about that. Um, yeah. Technically, it's a dream sequence, but like he wore a black suit. So uh, yeah, meme creators be more creative. Uh, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> Salty. But yeah, a bit. A there bit. is a huge rumor going around, which I believe is true, knowing all the like all the legit sources are talking about it. But apparently, this CW crossover does well. We will get a CW Superman TV series. I I heard about that, and Lex Luthor is confirmed for season four of Supergirl. So I think they're actually really trying to set up a Superman series with Lex Luthor. Maybe I could totally see that, and honestly, I wouldn't want that. It would be really. Cool to see Michael Rosenbaum uh, reprise his role as Lex Luthor. He played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Smallville I doubt yeah. they'll do it, but it would be cool. Um, I just hope they cast a good Lex Luthor. Um, as much as I love Jesse Eisenberg, uh, he's an interesting villain, but he's not Lex Luthor. So I'm hoping for like a you know real good Lex Luthor. Give me like the type of villain writing that Deathstroke had or that Reverse Flash had on uh, Arrow and Flash, respectively. Yeah, that would be really. Um, as for the Superman show, uh, I don't know. I'm okay with it, but like. Eh, I don't know. It's yeah, that, that's kind of me too. Honestly, I, w- I would totally watch it. Superman's my favorite superhero ever. So I would love to watch it. And we got like Lois Lane was casted for this crossover event. They're filming on uh, the so-called Kent Farm from Smallville. Yeah. So they're, they're setting up Superman's character more than Supergirl ever did for this one crossover. There's a huge uh, rumor within this rumor going around that if they do make the Superman show, it'll be like the... the very short and sweet series from new 52 called superman lois and clark which is a superman has a black suit he's with lois lane they're in hiding raising john kent for 10 years it's it's a fantastic series it's in like the end of the new 52 slash road to rebirth i actually love that series it was very well written um the cw interpreting stories usually doesn't work out but um i don't know maybe they can do it it depends on who writes it i guess just don't make like, oh, we're going to do the Raising John Kent story for three episodes. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want that. Like, if they're going to do that, do I doubt they're going to keep it the same because the entire story, that's Superman in a black suit for 10 years in hiding. Well, New 52 yeah. Superman kind of is the real Superman. So it's kind of a hard story to adapt because... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, there's so much that goes around that story in The Road to Rebirth. So, like, it would be like... It's pretty much just the suit and I guess the family, but other than that, like it's kind of an adaptation more than anything. You know? Yeah, honestly, I want them to do this story, but I rather them change some things because we don't have New Fifty Two Superman. There's just one Superman, so I'm guessing he'll be back to black and or uh, to blue and red, being Superman just while raising John Kent and probably secretive. But, I mean, it could potentially be interesting. I mean, John Kent is one of my more likable characters in rebirth i love superman rebirth um it's a little sad that this is like the only superman content we're gonna get especially because all the rumors again about wb not doing anything more with uh ben's batman or henry superman so this might actually be the only live action superman content we get which uh sucks but um i don't really believe rumors like that anyway until i get confirmation but anyway not the point um, i mean this... you also still don't believe the joker movie's happening apparently okay okay it's <laughs> happening but i don't believe i don't believe all the ben affleck rumors and i don't believe the henry cavill rumor because unless wb henry cavill or ben affleck release a statement it's not official to me i don't care who your quote-unquote sources like all these people you know releasing this thing Anyway, I, I get very flustered about this. I see it on Instagram and everybody's like, oh, they're not doing anything with this. A new rumor. Like, where did you get this rumor? Reddit? Eh, I don't believe it. Yeah, it's fair. A lot of rumors have uh, came from Reddit and been true, though. Just, just 
Super Saiyan. So I do believe the Super Superman TV Super show. Super Saiyan was that was that a Dragon Ball reference? That was a Dragon Ball reference. I don't even watch anime, but I caught that. What do you know? <laughs> well, uh, I do believe this rumor, at least the Superman show, could happen if this crossover is well received. And I'm gonna watch it. I don't currently watch the Arrowverse shows except for last Flash episode. I didn't watch episode two, but I watched the premiere and. Uh, yeah, not, not really I'll, I'll watch the first episode of Superman. I hope it's good. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it has potential, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, in other news, uh, we got a little bit of comic stuff here and there because the January solicitations came out. Anything good happened with Flash, Mr. History of the Flash? Well, um, we were only getting one issue in December because of uh, Christmas. They decided to delay whatever was going to come out that week because there are five uh, Wednesdays in January. So um, we got one issue in December, and then we're getting four issues in January. We're getting three regular issues and then an annual, annual number two. Um, annual number two is Godspeed is showing up, Barn Allen is showing up. and Yeah, we dealing, talked about it last week. If you listen yeah, they're to dealing with the death episode. of Wally West, so... Should be, should be good. Um, Hopefully. Besides that, uh, there, there was a story that came out a while ago for Batman that I personally didn't like. It was just this kid trying to be Bruce Wayne, so like he had his parents killed and Stark, but the art wasn't the greatest and the writing wasn't the greatest, but they're doing a sequel for that in January. <laughs> Is that going to be in the Batman title? I didn't yep, even read that. that's those. the Batman title. They're doing oh, Bruce okay. Wayne part two like a year later. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really enjoy the first one, but uh, okay. Okay, sure. yeah. Um, Superman, Jor-El is returning, and apparently a year has passed since Man of Steel, so, jeez, Bendis, you are rushing through Superman, it seems. But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm happy to see Jor-El return, and John and Lois with them. Lois kind of, sort of, I guess. Since... I'm, I'm kind of worried about uh, John, like, what's happening with him, because there's, like, there's a lot of rumors, and there's a lot of, like, speculation that he might not be the same old super boy we love. Um, yeah. Uh, he's probably changes, yeah, I guess. I'm afraid Bendis is going to age him up big time. I don't want to have like a, hey, my name's John Kent. I'm going, I just went through puberty in space and I am 18 years old and my voice cracks are gone and now I'm edgy as hell. No, leave that to Connor Kent. This is John Kent. Yeah. I want him, like a year has passed, so he should be like 11 or 12. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm not okay with him aging so much. Like, come on, John's kind of still a new character. Damien's been so young for years. Like, John needs to be young longer. He needs his kid adventures to happen still. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the big thing, Jor-El returning, and we know Zod is going to be in the book. Like, can they please just give me Jor-El versus Zod? Or at least that meeting. Like, I don't even need them to fight, but them to meet. Like, I want to see Zod's reaction to seeing Jor-El. Oh, man, there's so much potential. I guarantee uh, it's going to um, happen. Because Zod is on the cover of the issue before this one. This is a comic book hunter guarantee. You yeah, hear this first, is a folks. theory. If this um, doesn't happen, I will... I don't know. I don't want to make bets anymore. I'm scared. <laughs> I'll do something. I think, I mean, I hope it happens. I think it would be stupid to not make it happen. Uh, but on the cover with Jor-El, if I'm not mistaken, he looked like he was like punching Superman, right? Yeah, they were fighting. So something clearly happens and makes Clark one mad boy. What did you do to my son? You made him edgy. Ah. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, besides that, I'm trying to think of anything cool that happened in the solicitations. Anything eye-popping. Uh, Destro's still in Arkham, so that's interesting. He's been in Arkham for, like, since, like, what, August? 
since the end of the Batman arc, uh, Batman versus Deathstroke arc. Yeah, and that was September, August or September. But he's still in Arkham, apparently. I, I actually dropped Deathstroke a while ago. I'm not the biggest fan. <laughs> of so, so did I. Um, the Nightwing solicitations he told me about. Uh, right, yeah. January. He apparently is no longer going to be called Rick Grayson. He's going back to Dick Grayson. He's getting his memories back, which means this whole thing was stupid. And <laughs> DC's realizing it. And they're just like, hey, let's, uh, let's you know, make Nightwing. I mean, today's issue of Nightwing, which we'll talk about in uh, like a bit here, has Rick Grayson, but the cover is still Nightwing. So clearly DC's like afraid to show Rick Grayson. So... Yeah, yeah, oh, I thought the either. same thing. I, I'm just, I wonder if it has anything to do with the fan backlash or this was always the plan, like to make, you know, uh, you know, Dick make his return this soon. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I haven't been a fan of Rick at all. I've made this very clear and I'll make it very clear when we go over Nightwing later. But uh, yeah, he's going back to Dick and I hope he gets yeah. numbers back. Uh, the the Justice League Odyssey solicitations has Cyborg versus Azrael and like a Coliseum filled with aliens. So that's kind of cool. Kind of looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. We don't know why they're fighting. Probably they're forced to, but yeah, that's happening. Teen Titans has uh, Damien versus Red Hood. So Robin versus Red Hood. I think that's pretty cool. I don't read Teen Honestly, Titans. Honestly, yeah, I low-key want to pick up Teen Titans again, but like, I, I don't know. Really, Red Hood is like a huge part of it, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, were there any other big solicitations yes, that I'm not thinking Yes, there was. Of? I just remembered one. Heroes in Crisis. Oh, what did it say about Heroes in Crisis? I didn't read that one. Oh, what? Okay, so the cover is Harley Quinn standing over Wally oh, West well, I, with like yeah, a Yeah, I saw the cover. Obviously, I posted it. Go check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> look, look. So uh, <laughs> basically, they're saying that Harley and Booster know the ki- who the killer is, and they don't know if they should tell anyone or not. Uh, and the whole story is going to be Batman and Barry teaming up again. So Barry Allen, Bruce Wayne, Batman Flash to find out what exactly went down in the sanctuary. Oh, so they're okay. that, we're getting the button I, detective duo again. I, I know the cover pissed a lot of people off. Uh, mm, you know, included. Harley standing over Wally's dead body is never going to go well, to be honest. Yep. I don't know what DC expected, but they're probably, oh, yeah, people. Oh, people the, the, love young, the young Justice, um, the young oh, Justice yeah. station was in there. Um, it talked about some of the new heroes and stuff like that. And it's coming January 9th, which is cool. Talk about said, Comic like, Cat. The first issue is going to be like something happens where some of the heroes find a way to get Superboy back. So yeah, and and they said that it's going to be a mix of fan favorites and new legacy heroes. So that should be I love that interesting. So, <laughs> yeah, um, there, there's a book called The Other History of the DC Universe. Yep, um, it's by the guy who wrote Twelve Years a Slave, the movie, and um, it's about like the mythology of the DC Universe and iconic moments in DC history. Correct. Um, looks fairly interesting. It's also seven ninety nine, so and it looks like it's one of those like big issues, like how, um, uh, like I'm talking like width wise, like how DC Nation magazine is or Batman Damned was, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, and action, I believe, is returning back to biweekly because there were yeah, two it is. January. Yeah, that that's another big thing. Yeah, action. Unless, no oh, actually, it might not be because one of them's on the fifth Wednesday, so it could just be the catch up from December. Oh, you're reading them right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just scrolling through them right yeah, now. I just okay, pulled it up I on guess, my phone. Yeah, can't argue on that. Uh, Aquaman story, he's going to have uh, amnesia. So, Whoopi, we all know how much DC fans love when our heroes have amnesia, right? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the Batman Who Laughs, number two, was on there. I didn't even realize number one last solicitation, but uh, that series is coming. So that should Yeah, it be starts December, I believe. So Cool. Um... Yeah, I'm not really big. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I didn't see anything else big other than that. 
Morrison's Green Lantern. Oh, Pe- Peter Tomasi is going to be on De- uh, Detective Comics uh, yep. leading up to number 1,000, and he's going to stay on after number 1,000. Uh, I actually read an interview with him where he said he'd like to do like 100 issues, which is like, oh, yeah. I love Peter Tomasi. He could really do no wrong in my eyes. I love his writing. Yeah, looking forward um, to that. Did he, he's writing the current lot. action, right? No, Peter Tomasi. No, Bendis is writing action. Oh, sorry. I was, I was thinking Detective. No, he's not writing Detective right now. It's somebody else. Okay. Phew. It's the one that we don't like the writing so far. The one yeah, like yeah. The, he's really weird. weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful that uh, Tomasi's going to be going on because Tomasi's like, you know, he wrote Superman Rebirth, Adventures of Super Sons, all that good stuff. He's a really good writer. I, I love Tomasi and I'm interested to see his Batman. Yeah. Of course. Hopefully he'll have Robin in it a lot. He, um, he mentioned that for the beginning, because I just read an interview with him. Uh, he said that in the beginning, it's really going to be focused on Batman, but he plans to bring in people like Damien, like Nightwing, sweet. like Alfred. So he wants to have like kind of like how James Tinney on the fourth had it. Alfred. Whoa. Alfred, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yeah. Justice League is getting an annual in January. Yes, uh, Justice League is getting an annual. Um, I believe quick. January is around the time Drowned Earth comes to a conclusion. Yeah, um, Martian Manhunter series will be on number two by then. That's pretty cool. I like Martian Manhunter. Although I'm not sure if I'm going to read the series. I haven't decided yet. I'm not a fan of the art, but I that's what like... I'm saying. The art is weird, but like I feel like the writing is going to be good. But again, I, I I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, Morrison's Green Lantern looks great still. He's fa- okay. Yeah, Morrison's Green Lantern. So you know how when Morrison's just like, yeah, I'm gonna do like casual Green Lantern adventures. You know, nothing, nothing world threatening or anything like that. And now uh, on issue three of Green- Morrison's Green Lantern, we're gonna have a guy trying to sell the Earth. So- yeah, I, I I saw that. I was like, this isn't what he described at all. <laughs> yeah, but I'm okay with it. Like, I I feel like Green Lantern's one of those characters where you can go above and beyond with. Oh, definitely. I'm like like, Batman. It's not. It's not what he described. So that's why I was like a little confused. Yep. Uh, besides that. Yeah, I, d- I just scrolled through the whole thing. That's about it. But um, January's looking pretty decent for DC. I'm hoping it's all good. Can't wait for Young Justice, of course. That's can't like wait for that. Like, can't wait for Flash Annual. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Flash Annual should be good. And I just feel like there's so much mystery around Wally's death. Like. Roy already had his funeral in Green Arrow, and they even showed respects to him in Titans, right, with Donna. Yeah. But, like, nothing has been done on Wally. So, like, is he not dead? Is he dead? Like, you would think that they would at least show respects in Titans, right? Yeah, it seems like they're saving that for Flash Annual number two. But why? Yeah. (laughs) That's that's three months away. uh, I agree. They make me wait. They made me wait two months for Heroes in Crisis, and then that was that and then now they're making me wait for this but yeah um i'm just hoping for if, if he actually is dead i just hope for like an emotional issue like how green arrow number 45 was uh with a good funeral and i expect iris west to make me cry um but hopefully it's written well and then i don't know how i feel about august going evil again um i'm i've been more of a fan of august as an outlaw or an a, uh, anti-hero as opposed to a villain yeah me too i hope beef stays that way i mean he's been in the speed force for I feel like half a year it's going to be like yeah. in, in DC time. So he might be a little little crazy, which is I'm, I'm just hoping Flash Annual 2 gives us a little uh like inside to who he was talking to with the blue writing. Oh, I guarantee it will. Do you have any theories on that or no? No. <laughs> I have no I, idea. I just, I just thought of one the other day and it's probably stupid, but okay, so in the button, Eobard died because of Dr. Manhattan, right? Yeah. So Maybe that's why it has blue writing. It's Eobard with 
Doctor. I don't know. I, I was like thinking of it earlier. I was like, hmm, that could work. And I was like, wait, no, he died in Running Scared after that. And I was like, uh, I don't even know. Okay. No. Sorry. No, I don't. I don't think that that'll be cool. But I don't think it's what's gonna happen. But Joshua Williamson, if if your idea currently sucks, use that idea because it's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, well, well, my original idea was Savitar because Savitar is, you know, the Speed Force guy. I mean, that would make sense to me. But then I was like, okay, maybe it's not Savitar. I was like, hmm, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of mystery. I just hope it's done well. I hope it's, it's like something that we Death. recognize. Yeah, Red Death. <laughs> that, Red I Death. would think his yeah. writing would be red. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just hoping it's good. Flash Annual 2 looks like it's going to be pretty good. As for the regular series, um... I don't know. The solicitations looked okay. Um, I guess it depends on how this new villain is that he's uh, come up with. But uh, Christian Deuce is going to be back on art in January, which is always a big win for me. Always a pleasure. Uh, art is going to be good with Flash because they got uh, Sandoval, the guy who did Hal and Pals towards the end. Uh, he's going to be on for, I believe, December and then Christian Deuce for January. So great art. And uh, yeah, that's about all I got for the solicitations. Yeah, me too. Uh- and there's Is another bit of live action news that we can mention real quick. Uh, um, so Spider-Man Far From Home finished filming. And we got uh, our little look at a new Spidey suit. What are your... What are your did you saw it, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. I was I was avoiding it. And then um, I oh, went on sorry. the Explore page and saw... No, no, no. I, I, like, I literally went on the Explore page and saw like 30 pictures of it. So I was like, oh, okay, not avoiding this one. Um, I don't love the black although in some angles it looks blue so i can't really tell but i think it's mostly black i'm not the biggest fan i'm a big fan of blue and i don't love the white logo the white like back logo i would prefer it to be back but i guess it would have to be blue um and then i just was hoping that like really the only upgrade i needed was the like you know main logo on the front to be a little bit bigger because i'm not a fan of the small spider but yes that didn't happen but yeah, I don't know. I don't love the suit. I prefer the Stark suit. Yeah, it's not. It, right yeah, it's not bad. But I do prefer Stark suit. I don't love it because yeah, I rather red and blue than red and black. Uh, I still don't. The the one problem I have with the Stark suit is that the webbing is so thin it's hard to see. Like during action scene when he's far away, you it just looks like it's red with no lines in it. And the same thing is in this suit. Like the webbing is the same. It's so thin and like light that it's hard to see. Some of the eyes, I prefer the eyes to be a bit bigger than so, like, enclosed in. I like it, like, the Andrew Garfield and the Tobey Maguire eyes where it kind of pops out the suit. But this one just mm-hmm. is kind of looks so flat and small, and I'm not a fan. Don't mind yeah, the logo. I, don't mind the white spider. Not a big like fan of the glove part because it's kind of like taking Miles Morales' thing where it's, like, black hand with red fingers. Now he's doing black hand, red fingers. So yeah. Also, now Tom Holland's gonna have five suits from four movies. So yeah, that, that's cool though. I, I I like that. I like how he's getting all these different like suits. I just okay. don't like how he's like. I just don't like this new one. I I just hope at least if because I'm I'm still not the biggest fan of the black suit or black and red suit, but I hope he made it, not like uh, Shield gave it to him because it looks like the Shield suit from the comics. Uh, but oh, I, I don't yeah. want Shield to have given it to him. I want him to have made it because I need him to make something. That'd be nice, but uh, I kind of doubt it. But we'll we'll see. I I don't. I'm not a fan of the waistband too. Not a lot of people point this out, but I've seen a few comments being like, "The waistband is so high." Like it goes. I didn't. I didn't even notice. It's like not at his hips. It's like by his ribs. So. 
I, I guess I guess we'll have to see. I mean, they still got to put the final CGI work on whatever they end up doing. I just hope it's not overly CGI because I thought in a lot of scenes in Homecoming, the suit did not look good. Like like you said, in action, uh, when they had like CGI, it just uh, did not look. I'm like a you know a realist with the suit. Just keep it real. You know, keep, keep it real. Keep it simple. Don't need all these complicated things. Don't need a AI in his head. Tell him what yeah, to please do. No AI, but, please no mm-hmm. AI. But yeah, um, that's all right. And then you saw obviously the scene with that, you know, revealed the black and red suit with him uh, and Zendaya, MJ. Yes, yeah, friends call me around. MJ. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> he saves Zendaya and then she's like holding on for like extra long and then falls, like jumps off him and he's like, oh, and then you could kind of hear the dialogue if you turn the volume up. But I didn't want to listen to it because I was like, I- I'd rather be surprised. But again, like there's been a lot of set pictures and videos of Spider Man Homecoming, like. <sighs> Uh, far from home, rather. Mm, like, it's a lot of filming know, they, outside, so that, that's the thing. Like, it's hard to stop people, but like, ugh, I hate it. Same thing's um, happening yeah. with the Joker movie. Joker yes, movie. Yeah. Oh, that has news. So, uh, might want to mute this for about a minute in case you don't want a Joker movie spoiler. Uh, JD, I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna say something. But... I, I didn't see the video, but go ahead. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. So, uh, there's a Joker set picture or fo- video, and. It is something arriving to set. It is the Adam West Batmobile. Oh, actually, I did hear that. I didn't see the video, but I heard about it. Yeah, that. So the Adam West Batmobile is on set. What does it mean? <laughs> well, isn't Thomas Wayne in this movie? How yep. do we have a Batmobile? I have no idea. Is this an Elseworld where Thomas Wayne is the Batman? Oh god. Maybe he was the what Batman, and now he's old. He was the Batman in the '60s because movie takes place in the '80s, and then he retired. And I don't know. Okay. Spoiler done. <laughs> you were struggling for the words there. Uh, yeah, I was didn't know what to say. But yeah, that's uh, okay. that about concludes the news of the week, I believe. Yeah. Oh, um, just a lot of people are um, either hate Zendaya or love Zendaya. I'm kind of indifferent. I don't really like. I didn't like her character in Homecoming. Um, I hope they make her character better. Um, a lot of people like uh, like meme pages like, oh, you don't like her because she's not you know white and redhead and it's like whoa 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 <laughs> i don't like her because she's not a good character uh so far at least you know um she wasn't very likable and she didn't like, have many scenes yeah just like michelle jones like ugh, like, it's like oh yeah it's spider-man here's this character with like a over 60 years of great relationships with these characters we're gonna throw them all away to give us this original character named michelle she's edgy so yeah like, like I don't know. I just after Spider-Man PS4, I have like such high expectations for Mary Jane, you know, because that was like a really good adaptation of Mary Jane. Yeah, that was like so, the like, perfect Mary Jane. She's so sneaky. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have so many missions sneaking with her. But anyway, yeah. um I, I just hope that as a day is better. I, I a lot of people like her as an actress. I haven't seen the uh what was it, the circus movie or whatever with Hugh Jackman. What's oh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Grey Showman. Uh, the, yeah, Grady Shaman, the musical one. Uh, I heard a lot of people loved her in that. Didn't see the movie, but um, I did I like her in that. But she was not a main character or like a like a B character. She was like a C character. She didn't have many scenes. She wasn't that important to the plot. Mm-hmm. She was just kind of there. Okay. <laughs> she had uh, one I mean, song. I mean, I'm assuming in Far From Home, she's gonna be the love interest, like the main one at least. I hope not. Because but, be- yeah. because Betty, they showed Betty on set with Ned. Mm-hmm. Actually, they date in the comics, so that makes sense. Even though Ned is way different in the comics, but anyway, um, so Neddy, Ned, Neddy, Ned, and uh, Betty are together. So I'm thinking that you know Spidey's gonna be with MJ, which is like okay, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Yeah, I won't judge until the movie comes out. I'm totally judging it now, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
It's it's not because of her race though. Like no, not they, at all. If they made a good character. I don't really you know care. Yeah, and it's even just the like, hair doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I would prefer. Of course, red. I would love a redhead. You know, MJ. I mean, Kirsten Dunst had the look, but her acting wasn't the best. Um, <laughs> but like you know, um, I've been I taking a lot of shots at the original trilogy yeah. that I love. Lately. I consider yeah, um, Amy Adams to be a great Lois Lane. She doesn't have brown hair. I agree with that. Yeah, she doesn't look anything like Lois Lane in the comics, but she's pretty good Lois Lane. Yeah. So Not you don't need the hair color unless like the hair color means something to your character. Like I feel like a blonde Black Panther wouldn't work. He needs the black hair to suit him. I feel like a uh, bl- um, black hair and Wally West wouldn't work, but because <clears throat> red hair is iconic and uh, I, I feel so. like a brown hair, a brown or black haired Barry Allen. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on to the comics because it's comic time. Yeah. Welcome uh, to 28 minutes, 30 seconds, uh, where we talk about the comics of the week. Some of the comics of the week, uh, cause we're college kids and we can't read them all. So yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Midterm week. Woo, woo, yeah. Almost over one more. So, anyway. Um, the first one, Aquaman, uh, number 41 is Dread earth part one. Um, my cheap, butt did not buy it. I was like, eh, I don't really yeah, read Aquaman anyway. And Granted. I was like, yeah, I, feel, I feel like I don't need it for the story. But luckily, my co-host, Hunter, read it. So yeah. Hunter, take it away for Aquaman number 41. Uh, <clears throat> so Aquaman 41 is kind of like a sequel to Justice League number 10. So we're going to start with Justice League number 10 to make sense. For oh, that. oh I, thought, so, I thought it was a prequel. No, it, no it's not. <laughs> so Okay, Justice League number 10. We'll do Aquaman um, right after. Okay, Justice League number 10, uh, the drowned Earth, Poseidon. Uh, Poseidon is dead, as far as we know. Uh, Cheetah killed him with the claw of the, the god-killing claw, I guess. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but there are invaders. We got like a lot of uh, Atlantean backstory. Uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Firestorm, actually, were exploring in the... I don't even know where they were, but it looked They're like it They're in like... Um, maybe it says here. I have the book right here. Nope, doesn't. Oh, the Arctic Circle. Okay, they were exploring the Arctic Circle, and then Superman, the Flash, and somebody else. And Captain 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 Adam. Adam? Yep, Captain Adam. They're in the Veracity Island, Banda Sea, home of the Volcano Man. And then Batman's back at you know the Justice League headquarters, and then um, Hawk Girl, Martian Manhunter, and Green Lantern, John Stewart are exploring uh, Thema. The place where Hawkgirl is from. Like something prime. I forget what it's called. Thangar Primes. Thangar Primes. Okay, yeah. I have the comic right here. So our teams are split up once again. Aquaman and Wonder Woman together are actually pretty interesting. Whenever I see them together, I start to think of Flashpoint, you know. But it's interesting to see them together. And Firestorm is somebody that I feel like I haven't seen in a while. So it's cool to see him. Firestorm, fun fact, Firestorm was on the Justice League in New 52 for like 20 issues. So probably I'm probably over exaggerating there he wasn't on for probably that long but he was on the team yeah, for a long I time ju- i was just thinking like i felt like he wasn't on that long but no maybe. no but he was on he was like an official member for f- like two three arcs like yeah that. yeah but anyway uh so they're exploring the arctic circle and they see like three different kinds of ships um like three different generations of ships like an old like pirate ship a submarine and like you know just like different eras of ships so they shouldn't all be together so i guess they were looking for whatever uh aquaman and wonder woman are looking for Mm. um what are wonder woman and aquaman looking for exactly well it's i would say a tad confusing it's like atlantean mythology like uh he talks arthur talks about when atlantis was on like you know 
land. Um, he talks about how they had like this savior or something like that. Um, I forget what his name was. Something with an A. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like sent out a call for help, but that call for help also led to attackers. And like yeah. Arthur's talking about this. And then he sees like three of these sea people and um, Batman's like, stay away. Don't let them touch you. But he thinks that they're like people who aided uh, the Atlantean hero, but they're actually the three invaders. And um, when they touch you, you turn like into like, like a zombified. sea creature. Yeah, like, like a zombie sea creature. Yeah, your your skin gets all weird, your eyes glow, you get sharp teeth, and you for, go. For the quickest second, I thought they turned like when Firestorm got hit with it. I thought he was a Black Lantern. I was like, "What the hell?" Oh, that'd be so. Then cool. I realized, like, oh, he's not a Black Lantern. No, because yeah, I was Fire... like, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah, Firestorm gets hit. It's kind of cool because his his flame on his head turns black. So I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. And then Aquaman tries to control the sea creature with his uh, sea creature control powers, <laughs> but he can't because. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it won't listen to him. And then it grabs Aquaman, and he has some kind of weird dialogue. He's like, "Uh, release me, beast!" I'm like, "That's it's kind of odd." <laughs> I don't know. But then uh, Wonder Woman's just like she just like dips. She's <laughs> like, because Aquaman apparently turns. They don't really show it right away, but oh no, no, he doesn't turn. He gets like put into a portal. That's right. Never mind. I, I flipped the page. And Batman's like, where are you, Aquaman? And then, like, <laughs> it goes black, and he wakes up, and he has these, like, glowing emblem. He has no, uh, his armor's off. So he, he's shirtless, and he has this, like, glowing emblems on him. Doesn't, don't really know what it is yet. But he sees, basically, these three people come, who's just like, I'm Captain Gal, I'm Commander Drog, I'm, uh, Fleet Admiral Tide. And we are, like, the people you seek. But, f- super fun fact, we're not good guys, we're bad guys kind of thing they said it more epically than that but i'm just you know yeah i was about to say i think the dialogue was a little better than that yeah Uh, sorry but yeah so then um superman and the flash were at the volcano with captain adam and um the flash like was making a joke and it was funny but like at the same time it's just like I don't know. I, I, I get like it was funny. You no, know, it was funny, but like I'm obsessed with like when Barry makes like that didn't feel like a Barry joke. Barry makes jokes, but not like that. I don't know. It felt weird. To it me. was puns. He said uh, it, felt like for, more Bar- it felt like more Bart Allen to me. Not even like I'm not oh, even compared to Wally. It's, it's more totally like Bart Allen. Allen yeah, because uh, Batman says Batman says a joke too first. Because they're yeah. Batman's wondering what's happening. Superman's like just a second, and Batman's like that was seven seconds. What's the news? And Barry says Batman so lavable. Don't all erupt into laughter at once. And, and then it's, we heard the crickets. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so Superman and Flash are together, and the volcano was like going all crazy and stuff. And um, they stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Of course they do. They're the Justice League. Come on, it's just kind of Batman like, a... like Batman had like something up his ass. This issue, like he was so mad the entire time. Well, he's in a like. full body cast from getting his legs and arms broken, like last yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. But... And they're back on the links because Martian Manhunter is gone. Like yeah, back yeah. on the like, regular links, not like the mental link. Yeah, and then uh, when they defeat the lava monster thing, uh, Superman and Captain Adam say they feel something in space that's kind of odd. And then yeah, they're talking to Adam Strange, right? Yeah, they're just like, what's going on with space? Do you feel that? And Barry's just like, mm, I don't feel anything, guys. <laughs> Superman, Captain Adam, they, they feel something, but not enough to like go, we gotta go to space. Like They just feel something weird. But then later on in the issue, you see that space, uh, there's a ton of ships heading to space, and Earth's under attack. 
as Batman says. Being, yeah, it's being invaded. Hmm. And uh, then that's pretty much when the Earth starts to drown, right? Yep. This uh, The sea begins to rise with the purple water, and it floods New York. It floods all cities. It floods the Hall of Justice. And, uh, and, and anybody it touches like turns like how Firestorm did earlier like to that like zombie fish monster thing. It was gross. Yeah, so people are getting to the roofs. People are running. People are turning into this. Uh, Captain Adam and Superman are flying. Superman grabs Barry and flies off. And yeah, it's getting it's getting intense. I like it so far. Yeah, I liked I liked part one a lot. It makes me think that I probably should have picked up Aquaman. But uh, yeah, yeah, you probably solid, should. Solid first issue. Um, for part one, I'll give it eight out of ten. Yeah, I give it an eight. I mean, it was just setting up the drowned Earth. I didn't think drowned Earth. They literally meant drowning the Earth. But <laughs> yeah, I thought it was more of a figure of speech. But I guess not. Yeah. So now um, the they had a little tie-in, Aquaman number 41, the drown tie-in. So I'll talk about that real quick. It basically, it takes place right when the Earth starts to drown. So it's kind of like, it's kind of a sequel in a way, but it takes place like right when the last issue ended. Okay. So uh, it's basically, um, Atl- it's Atlantis. Atlantis rose about a mo- two months ago, so it's on the surface again. And they're talking, there's these Atlanteans, they're talking about how they miss the water because the the air feels too warm and dry. And then all of a sudden, uh, sea starts to rise and all these Atlanteans start to turn in. So it affects Atlanteans too because they start to turn into those zombie monster things. And some Atlanteans just weren't in the water. So they like get to the tall ta- like tall towers as they could, but the water keeps rising. And um, Mura is on there and Mura uses her powers to like kind of make a dome around atlantis to make sure uh, water doesn't get touch atlantis basically and aquaman calls her and he's like i see that you atlantis has a dome thank god because we're going to need atlanteans and mura's like uh no i'm actually like holding this myself like and batman actually like he there's a panel where he doesn't say anything and the next panel is like oh my god <laughs> he's kind of mind blown that Murray's doing that. And he's like, Murray, you can't hold that forever. We don't know what's happening. We don't know how to contain this. Murray, you gotta let go. And she's like, No, then we'll become monsters. And just Batman's like, Try to get people out of there, but you have to let go. Come to the wa- come to wherever Superman's going, because I guess they told Superman to meet up somewhere. And uh, we're, we gotta like make a plan for this. We need your powers to stop this. And she's just like, I'm not leaving Atlantis. But then uh, she does end up leaving atlantis <laughs> she kind of like she kind of holds it for too long and she she kind of makes the the dome keeps getting smaller and smaller and it's touching atlanteans they're turning evil uh they have some atlanteans like trying to guard her merc including and the merc gets infected so uh volko's helping and like that old lady with the we- oh yeah you don't read aquaman okay well there's this <laughs> i forgot that you don't ne- never read aquaman rebirth well there's this old woman and i really like it really be like that there's this old lady that likes Mira, and she's kind of helping. And then, um, basically, she makes it so small that only she could fit in it, because that's as much as she could hold. So Atlantis is completely underwater now. Well, almost completely. People inside are able to shield themselves, because I guess water doesn't travel indoors. But <laughs> uh, she's outside, so she's able to swim around, kind of. It's kind of like she's mm-hmm. flying. She's basically, basically just makes sure her skin doesn't touch it. Uh she goes, she grabs a trident, she starts, like, fighting all these Atlanteans trying to get out of there. Batman's like, okay, Mura, you gotta get out of there now. And she's just like, I gotta grab someone first. And Batman's like, you gotta get here now. It's like, we need this person to help us. And she goes, she breaks down a wall that with no uh, water in it. And she goes, we need your help. And then the panel, the the next panel, you see uh, Ocean Master. 
So, Ooh. yep. And okay. he, he, he says something like, hmm, I have the shirt here. I could probably say what he says because he says it real quick. But last page, he says, of course, I am with you today. The world needs the Ocean Master. So, Mm, and and she the trident she was holding was actually orm's trident i didn't realize that until she broke down the thing but so yeah she uh grabbed orm and they're going to meet up with superman so okay that's so freaking cool (laughs) what what do you what do you rate the issue i give it like a eight maybe it it just like it was like okay this is this is kind of cool kind of reminds me of the mura miniseries at the beginning of the year and then Mm. like that last page just got me so hyped for this arc yeah so, yeah. Orm, can he be trusted? We'll have to see. Yeah, Ocean Master's back again. And Garth's going to be in the Titans tie-in, so Garth yeah. is joining this too. Yeah, uh, Orm is actually one of like one of my favorite villains. Uh, Aquaman New 52 made me like love him, so I'm very Same. excited to see him. And Not just upcoming. one of my favorite Aquaman villains, just like he's probably in my top 10 favorite villains villains. That's what I'm saying, like he's one of my favorite villains. Like, oh, nice. He's the, yeah, be- yeah. He's the best Aquaman villain, I think. Black Manta's right behind him, but he's the best Aquaman villain. But he's like top ten DC villains. Yeah, I like I like Black Manta better, but Black Manta's my favorite villain of all time. So, oh okay. Yeah. So Ocean Osha Master's still up there. I just I love Black Manta so much. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. Um. So that's good. So those are the first two parts of Drowned Earth, and as Hunter said, the next one will be in Titans, the Titans tie-in with uh, yeah Aqua Lad. Um. So that's pretty cool. Let's move on to. Batman number 57. Goody. Batman number 57. Like, I didn't read it on Wednesday. I actually read it today, uh, Thursday, as we're recording. Well, before we're recording, obviously. Um, but I heard, like, a lot of good things about it, like, on Twitter and on Instagram. Everybody's like, oh, it's a good issue. So I was like, oh, okay, this should be good. I read it, and I was like, that was not a good issue. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't I didn't particularly like this issue. Uh, so there's two stories, like, pretty much every other page. Um, I figured I'd tell one of the stories and Hunter would tell the other one. So sure. um, one of them is Batman versus KG Beast, and the other is a uh, kid, like a kid story. Uh, yeah, I'll tell I'm, the kid story later. <laughs> okay, so I'll start with uh, Batman versus KG Beast. Um, so pretty much right where the last issue left off, Batman at KG Beast's door in Mother Russia, um, he gets like shot through the door. Uh, KG Beast, like he, like the first bullet goes past Batman, and then like he gets like lit up through the door, like. Brr- like it was crazy uh batman gets hit and he's like hitting back in the snow and then uh him and kg beast have a pretty brutal fight um it, you might be wondering why hunter's making weird grunting well um tom king decided dialogue is too hard just kidding uh he he basically like had them grunting the entire fight like every other page would be like mm, gung, er. Ah, and I was just like, oh, oh, okay, this is, uh, okay, something. And then um, Batman and KG Beast, like, talk at the end. and um, He breaks his neck. Yeah, yeah, Batman breaks KG Beast's neck, like, and slams him back into the snow. And then, like, he's injured, too, because he got shot. But, like, KG Beast, like, he literally broke his neck. And then, um... He's alive, though. KG Beast is still alive. Yeah, KG Beast, like, if you save me, if you bring me to safety... Then I'll tell you who hired me to shoot your boy. And then uh, Batman says, like, uh, I can barely make it myself. I'm shot. And I still got to go through miles of snow and wind. And then he's like, I'm the world's greatest detective. I'll find it. I'll find out who who hired you. And then um, he leaves. So uh, KG Beast <laughs> is being left to die. Um, Batman's a killer. Like Batman's rules, like, I don't use guns, but I break people's necks and leave them back down in the snow. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's like weird to me. I'm like, okay, that was not what I was expecting. It's right? Very, yeah, no, I didn't expect it either. Like, Glitty breaks his neck and walks away. And he's like, you can get very, your own damn help. Batman-y. Yeah, <laughs> not very Batman y. Um, but yeah, so then in between all those pages, there was kid story, kind of kid story. Yeah. Uh, Hunter? Yeah, well, I'll take it. I just want to say one more thing about the KGB's thing. There is an oh, annual yeah. that happened before New 52 and stuff where Batman goes through the snow to save Joker from dying. And now he's just leaving KGB's. <laughs> Sorry, I just said it. I just had to bring that. Anyways. No, no, it, it definitely was weird. Yeah, KGB's, uh, I mean, uh, story time with Comic Book Hunter. Welcome to 44 Minutes, where it's story time with Hunter. Uh, <laughs> tuck yourself in bed. I'm going to read you a bedtime story, basically. Oh, God. So the issue starts, and it's KGB's dad. And KGB's just like, please, one more time, daddy. And he's like a kid. And his dad's like, okay, okay, okay. One, one more time. I'm going to redo this bedtime story, KG. I don't know why I have a Boston accent there. I was but, just wondering the same thing. I was like, is this Russian supposed Boston? to be Russian? <laughs> I'm going to read you a bedtime story, little KG beast. So, once upon a time. I won't read the whole thing because it's long, but I'll like summarize it. Once upon a time, there was a pig who wanted to go to St. Pittsburgh. <laughs> or St. <Saint> Petersburg. <laughs> I just realized that I thought they were going to like a fantasy land, but no. And there's a wolf, and the wolf's like, Piggy, where are you off to? And he's like, St. Petersburg, to pray to God. And the, the wolf's like, okay, let's go. So they're on their way, and then they meet a fox. And the fox's like, where are you guys going? He's like, we're going to go pray to God. And it's like, oh, can I come? They're like, yeah, for sure. They meet a rabbit. He's just like, I'm going to come too, guys. He's like, okay, sounds good. And they meet a squirrel who wants to join them as well. Oh, and they, they ain't that cute. So, <laughs> yeah. They're on their way, and just before they get to St. Petersburg, there's a little hole in the ground. First, the pig jumped and tumbled in, and after him, the wolf, the fox, the hare, and the squirrel. And they sat there for a long time and became very hungry, for they had nothing to eat. (laughs) The The fox says, let's all begin singing, said the fox, and we will eat the animal who has the thinnest voice. So the wolf struck into the deep, gruff voice, and the pig followed in a tone just after a shade softer. Oh my god! I'm reading it. And the fox came in a fine and sharp hey, hey, hey. And while the hare trailed the thinnest e e e in the world, and the squirrel also sang Despacito. So the animals at once set and tearing up. So, so the next page shows. So the animals at once set to tearing up the squirrel and the hare. And there's these brutal images of this cartoon fox and this cartoon big just ripping up a rabbit and squirrel. Like guts, that was dark. blood, their skin's just tearing. You just hear like things like, like their bones are snapping. They're just brutally eating them. And it says, and ate them down to their bones. So that, that was like kind of shocking. I felt really disturbed reading that. So next there's, the next day, the fox said, we will eat the animal with the fattest voice. And then the wolf with his great gruff. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so they ate him up. And it shows the pig and the fox brutally eating this wolf's body. Like tearing his guts out and just going hard. Blood all over their lips and stuff. The fox ate up the flesh and kept the heart and the bowels. And for three days he sat and ate them. And the pig then asked, what are you eating? Give me some. Oh, pig, I'm eating my own flesh. You tear your belly up and munch it yourself. And so the pig literally freaking did. The pig grabbed his gut, ripped it up, and started eating his flesh, then died. Then the fox ran over, and the fox feasted on him. So the pig just ripped up his guts, and that was disturbing to see. 
It was very gross. It was very graphic. Yep. Tony S. Daniel, good art, but like, holy crap, that was dark. <laughs> then it shows um these seasons happening outside the hole. As the seasons go, it says, The fox was then left as the last beast in the pit. Did he climb up? Or is he still there? I don't know. It ends with uh, not KGB's little daddy closing the book, but Thomas Wayne. As young, like young thug Thomas Wayne, no bullet in me, son, saying, yes, well, <laughs> that's your story. Why do you love that one? Anyways, it's done. Go to sleep. And he closes the book and it says, the animals in the pit. That's what the book's called. And you hear little Bruce Wayne go, father. And he's like, no, go to sleep. Will you <laughs> sit with me just until? And he's like, Bruce, please, no. And he's like, and Bruce is like, I don't want to be alone. And Bruce, and. Thomas is like, fine, I'll stay for you for a bit. But so, yeah, it's basically showing like, oh, hey, here's this kid's kid's book in quotes that KGB's dad read to him. And then Bruce Wayne's dad also read it to him. So, but Jesus, that's a dark book. And I just read that to you. So also it's because I saw Tom King tweet about this this morning. That's a real story. Like, that's not something that he made up. It's a real story. Oh, really? Yeah, he said they credited it at the end of the book. I think he said. Uh, Yeah, there is an author and stuff at the end of the book so yeah so that was um that was something that was a really dark story yeah um, it's a russian kids like bedtime story by uh, alexander nikolavik avancev this, this was russ this was russ russian pronunciation with combo counter yeah um, thank you for joining me for a bedtime story <laughs> yeah so um am i the only one that hated this batman issue no i um, did too <laughs> I hated the ending. Like the the, I actually kind of was entertained by the kids' book just because I was it was shocking how dark it was and yeah, it was entertaining. But like, why was Thomas Wayne and like why was yeah. like I don't know that was that was weird. It was I, weird. I, I hated 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 that Batman broke KGB's neck and left him in the snow to die. I hate that, and I hate the fact that he didn't like. What was the point of that? What like, was the I, point of that? Like he left with no information, just a bullet in his shoulder. Like, I don't know, I, I really did not like this issue at all. I'm, I'm, I hate to say it like this, but, like, do I not like Tom King's Batman run? Like, honestly, I, I feel like lately it's just been mostly negative. Like, there's a few positives here and there, but I'm just like, didn't like that, didn't like this, didn't like... Like, I get that he has a bigger plan. He has a 100-issue plan, but, like, or a 120-issue plan, whatever it is. But, like, do, do I not like... Like, do I not like it? I, I really wonder. Like, I often wonder. I feel like I'm your therapist here. <laughs> i don't i don't know sorry uh, um i don't think i like it i think i liked this start but i'm a i don't think i like it now i'm gonna be real with I, you i feel like he's trying to be too deep and like too philosophical so philosophical philosophical i don't know how you pronounce that i have no he's, idea what you're saying i don't know what i'm <laughs> saying either um i don't know i feel like he's trying to be too deep as a writer and like deep as a writer can be cool but like i don't know i just i did not dig this issue i've not been digging like honestly since i am bane in all honesty like the mr freeze arc was okay mr like, freeze arc, uh tom king's written one of my favorite batman stories ever like ever which is uh rooftops i think okay. that's like a really like the perfect batman catwoman uh story and it ends with batman proposing to catwoman rest in peace but uh just the story <laughs> itself i think is really beautiful and the art's amazing and it's just it's so nice seeing them connect but then this, you know, ever since the war jokes and riddles happened, which I thought was an okay arc, not the greatest, but an okay arc, it's yeah, just been all right. so downhill. It's just... Yeah, like, I, I just feel like Tom King's run, like, when it's better, it's still mediocre, and when it's bad, it's bad. 
like I don't know. I I, I really want to like it because I do like Tom King as a writer. Don't get me wrong. He's written I do too. things in the past, but like, and I obviously I love Batman, but like I don't know. I just I don't like his Batman run. I want to like it, but I don't. Like if they announce King will no longer be in Batman, I'll be like, okay, we didn't get to see his full plan, but thank God. <laughs> you know, it's just I don't I don't know. Not not the greatest fan, but maybe, maybe that'll change. We'll see. I hope so. Um, but yeah, so that was Batman. What do you rate it? Oh, uh, five. Yeah, I'd probably go lower. I'd probably go four. I, I just I didn't like this issue, and I hate because Batman basically killed him in the end. He he killed him. Like I know you say he's still alive. He killed him. Basically, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The I just pig hope next was, issue kind of explains what was happening. Yeah, the fox killed the pig too. I'm like, come on. I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, um, so that was Batman. Um, while we're on number fifty-sevens, Green Lantern number fifty-seven came. Green Lanterns number fifty-seven came out, and uh, it's the end of Green Lanterns, the end of Jessica and Simon's run. Um, it was very much enjoyed by Hunter, I believe, like the entire series. Um, I still haven't read it. I'll read it in trade. I promise I will. Uh, but anyway, take it away, Hunter, to recap us in the last issue. Okay, so basically, what happened? And uh, I'm gonna try to summarize this in a few sentences here. Um, a guardian died. Simon Bad supposedly killed him. Simon Bad went, went to Earth, found out it was really uh, Cyborg Superman, Hank Henshaw. Hank Henshaw got the Phantom Ring from like the uh, Sam Humphreys run of Green Lanterns, which is a ring that makes uh, your current emotion the current power you have. So like, if you feel so much willpower, you're a Green Lantern, but if you have rage, it will immediately be- turn you into a Red Lantern. It's really cool. But Hank Henshaw mm-hmm. has that Cyborg Superman. And the last issue ended with him being like, hey, Hal Jordan, hey, uh, you suck, man. I'm going to Earth and I'm going to blow up... Uh, st- uh, 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 what's uh, what's uh, Hal Jordan's city? Coast City? Coast City, yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I forgot that. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, Big I'm going to... Yeah, he's like, I'm going to destroy it. So he goes to Coast City and he starts destroying it. The, the issue starts with like a family getting uh, coffee, like, like a mom and her son. And then they go outside and they're just like, wow, look up into the sky. It's Green Lantern. And Cyborg Superman is currently Green Lantern at the time because he has a lot of willpower. And then he just blows them up. So I thought that was really dark. And he starts blowing up towers like immediately. And then Hal comes and he's just like, hey, man, don't do that. And they start fighting. And it's really close, but Hal's kind of losing because, like, plot. (laughs) He's losing. (laughs) And then he's just like, oh, you're foolish humans. They're on... They're on in space dealing with my men. You can't beat me alone. He's like, that's why I call for backup. And you see uh, one, two, three, four, five lanterns come. They're all alien lanterns, though. And they start fighting with Hal Jordan in the city. So I thought that was cool, not having like the typical all humans fighting on Earth. It's like Hal and some aliens on Earth fighting. One mm-hmm. of them happens to be Sodom Yet of Dexum, who is basically Superman as a Green Lantern. Oh, and that's cool. Cyborg Superman is just like, I have the power of Superman, you can't stop me. And then he comes up, he's like, most definitely not, but I am Soto, I mean, yeah, Daxam, I'm Superman's equal, and just punches him across the city. It reminded me of Man of Steel, fighting Zod uh-huh. in the city. But he like That's punches cool. him through a building, and then it's like this big showdown between uh, Cyborg Superman and Sodom, and they're just dueling it out. And I thought, it was, like, I don't know much about Sodom, I'm going to be real with you, but it, it was really cool to see. <laughs> And he uses his heat vision on him. He's just destroying Cyborg Superman. And then Hal comes in and does like the final blow to like knock Cyborg Superman back. And he's just like, "You can't! I won't let you win!" And like quickly, he becomes an Orange Lantern and teleports somehow. <laughs> no one knows where he went, but he disappeared with the Phantom Ring. So I th- I'm glad that happened. I really like Cyborg Superman as the Phantom Lantern, but he's gone. And they're just like, "Wait, well, we win, GG." 
Um, issue ends with a. <laughs> they actually said GG. No, they didn't say GG. Issue ends with a how talking to the Guardians on Earth. Every uh, every Green Lantern comes to Earth and starts all working together to rebuild Coast City. I thought that was cool. Not much damage was done, but like a few buildings did fall over, so they're all rebuilding. Uh, he talks to um, I don't know what what Guardian this is. One of the Guardians. Usually I know their names, but I can't tell which this one is. But he's just like. Okay, so uh, so basically, Mogo, he's kind of like stressed out because Mogo was a living planet that they're from. He's like, yo, yo man, he's kind of stressed out because like all this stuff just happened on him. So <laughs> I think we should like give him time and just kind of do our own thing, kind of don't go to him often. And he's just like, okay, yeah, that's cool, but where will the lanterns go? And the Guardian's just like, well, you see, uh, when you all have been doing your stuff for the past like three years, I, uh, the Guardians have been really busy doing something else. So we re- re- rebuilt Oa. So oh. it's like, yeah, they rebuilt Oa. And it's like, that's not how this works, but okay. And so that's... all the lanterns, they go to Oa and it's completely like it used to be. And they all work together. Like Oa is the same. It's just, there's no buildings and stuff anymore. So they start to like build it to be like the Green Lantern City again on Oa. So uh, then it goes to Simon and Jessica. This is like the only time they're in the issue. It's the very end, which is kind of strange. I was about to say, is, their is series. Jesse yeah. issue? <laughs> it's just a howled issue. Jessica and Simon, they start talking as they're they're uh, rebuilding a statue together by, by a lake. And they're just like, wow, oh, it's so cool. This is our first time here. And Jessica's like, yeah. It's like, well, now that's all over. I guess uh, we no longer rookies. And it's like, yeah, we're not. And she's like, what do you want to do? Should we go get pancakes? Simon says we should go get pancakes. And uh, Jessica's just like, actually, I don't want to go back to Earth. <laughs> Simon's like, Nani? And he, he says, like, uh, you're leaving? Any our partnership? Is this the Green Lantern version? If it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Jessica's just like, come on, Simon. Like, you know me. You know how this makes sense for me. I, I was stuck on Earth for so long, terrified, but I feel so, so alive in space. And Simon's just like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So basically, they decide that Jessica wants to go on an odyssey, she says. So it's like, wink, wink. Ah. She wants to do an odyssey. And Simon's just like, yeah, I'm going back to Earth. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of how it ends. She says, thank you, Simon. You've all played a big part in making me who I am. Somewhere out there, I'm going to find who, how, how to be better. And so Jessica goes to space, and she's doing that uh, thing from the start of two weeks ago's Justice League Odyssey, where she's like on watch duty or something. And mm-hmm. to continue her story, read Justice League Odyssey number one, plug, plug, plug. To read Simon's story, um, possibly read Heroes in Crisis number one. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. Yeah. So that was that, that's the end of that. Okay, That's the end uh, of uh, Green Lanterns from did, June 1st did, did, to... Did they now. have like a never the end, like how Hal and Pals did? Or no? Oh, um, I don't think they did. I think it just said the end. They had, yeah, it just said end. So, oh, okay. It's ending uh, the partnership between Jessica and Simon because they used to share a power battery, but now they have their own. So they're like they could be separated now. So are you sad to see this go? This yeah, series? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm happy that we're getting Morrison's run. I would trade Morrison's run for this because Morrison on Green Lantern's just such a good idea. But okay. I'm sad to see the partnership between Simon and Jessica go. I, I like, just, hope, I just hope Simon doesn't die because like DC has a problem where like when they don't know what character seem to kill him off cough cough ray harper yeah um, and so i don't i hope they don't kill you know simon i feel off, like but. simon has no place to go right now that's what i'm saying he has no team he can't go to justice league dark that's magic he can't go to justice league odyssey jess is already there he can't go to justice league john is there yeah and where's how, he gonna go how's the star morrison's run so it's just he can't go to titans him, him and God, there. i just have no purpose 
Yeah, literally. I have no like. Literally, she Jessica's like, I'm going on an Odyssey, and Simon's like, I'm, I'm gonna go order some pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh well, you know. I I really like Simon as a character. I hope they develop more of him. I hope writers don't forget the series ever. The series is so amazing. It's so good for people who've ever struggled with anxiety or depression. Depression because it's about two superheroes who deal with that every day. They deal with that. They deal with uh, not getting jobs because of their race. They deal with just being like regular people that struggle. And I think that's so amazing. And um, I, sorry, I got all deep there, but I was originally going to say, I hope I just don't forget this because Simon got some super cool superpowers in this. Uh, basically, they had him, he could, Simon could see the future. They call him Emerald Sight. And he could also heal people. So I, I feel like writers might forget about that and he's never going to do that again. But he could see f- the future. It's very random. It's kind of like a That's So Raven moment. Like he looks at the camera wide-eyed <laughs> oh and then God. it's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but... It's called Emerald Sight, and, like, he could cure people not just of sickness, but, like, of anything. Like, he cured Blee's the Red Lantern for a bit. He, like, touched mm-hmm. her, and then she, like, lost her ring and was happy all of a sudden. It's like, oh, jeez, I just cured your anger. But then she got mad again. But, <laughs> basically, I Simon, they made Simon really unique, and I hope they don't forget that. So, yeah. In the okay. end. Well... That's the end of Green Lantern, number yep. uh, 57. Sorry, that was and, long. <laughs> and, and the series, no, it's fine. Um, it's the end of the series, and it's one that I know you've liked since the beginning. So, so And um, you met the writer, or one of the writers, Sam Humphreys, and he actually commented on your Instagram post, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he really liked, yeah, I got to talk to him for like a long time, and I've talked to him again, and he, he's like really cool, and he's writing Harley Quinn right now, so if, if you like that, go check him out. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I, yeah. he, he was basically the one that decided Jessica should, like, have this development. He was the one that developed Jessica Cruz into the character we know today. So, and I yeah. think that's really cool. So, uh, yeah. Green Lanterns, goodbye. I'll check you out and trade. And um, that's, <laughs> that, that brings us to our last comic of the week, I believe. Yep. Uh, Nightwing number 51, just because we're past the hour mark now, we'll try to keep it fairly quick. Um, Nightwing number 51, so Rick Grayson is still Rick Graysoning. Uh, he has a dream about being Nightwing, and then he sees uh, Barbara and I think Damien. And um, when they turn around, they have like the blank face. Blank face. A blank face and um it actually kind of reminded me i don't know if you've ever seen the movie it's on china the spotless mind you ever seen that one no i haven't it's a jim carrey movie but it's like a serious movie anyway um when he's in his like in his memories uh he, he sees like blank face blank face i did it again blank faces like that and yeah. uh, it reminded me of that so uh that was pretty cool but anyway he rake, wakes up screaming and uh he's at the bar and like what's wrong rick and he's like oh sorry just screamed and he spilled a beer on somebody <laughs> so um he wants to buy another one but his his tab is as you know long as the bartender's arm apparently and yeah. um some an old man comes in and says that he'll pay for him and who's the old man but alfred pennyworth and he's like oh what's up mr pennyworth <laughs> I, know I made him sound like that but he's like what's up mr pennyworth and, he, and then he's like you know uh alfred looks sad like that you know dick is rick as we are um but yeah so he's you know rick Graysoning, and he's like yeah you know i'm gonna go drive my taxi cab and uh it was weird he had a beer and then she's like shouldn't you go drive in your taxi like uh pretty sure he's drinking but okay um and then he sees like alfred's got like uh a rolls royce like this amazing car and he, like all of a sudden, Dick knows so much about cars. Or, sorry, Rick knows so much about cars. And um, the, Alfred's like, whoa, how did you know that? And he's like, I don't know. I'm learning like that I know all these things. Like I even know how to speak some German. And I was like, okay. That was- but, yeah, he learned to speak German. And like he, Nightwing knows to speak German. So Yeah, yeah. So he's like remembering some Nightwing things. Yeah. Which is 
cool. Yeah. Um, but he's still Rick. Uh, so he <laughs> goes off to drive his taxi cab and he's seeing all these people's problems. And um, anyway, that's not really even like the important part of the story. Uh, the detective was investigating the fire, which was uh, Rick's fire when he burnt uh, the Nightwing cave, basically. Yeah. And um, he, we, when we get there, we see that all the suits did not burn, I guess, because of their glass case. They mm-hmm. didn't burn. Um, so the detective is like, whoa, like, you know, there's like, I don't know. He thought it was like cool, I guess. And he's like, you know, the city, you know, I didn't think he, he was that important to the city, but Bloodhaven crime is crazy without him. We need him. So um, then he goes up and he sees the fireman and the fireman's like, is there any charred bodies down there? And he's like, no, no, go to the next fire. So everything's busy for the emergency services in Bloodhaven. Yeah. And um, Rick makes his way back to the Nightwing cave and he's like, Ugh. like he says something about like su- uh, cliche superhero cave. Like, why does everybody have one? Which is yeah. fairly funny. And then he looks at the suit again and he's like, the city needs like a hero. And then he gets dressed in the Nightwing suit, but he's using a gun. He he looked like Red Hood in all honesty, just in a Nightwing suit. Like when um I think it was the nineties night Nightwing run where Jason Todd was like dressed up as Nightwing, but he was using guns. I don't know yeah. if you ever read that one. Yeah, yeah, no, so no, I, no, like, I know what you're oh. talking about. So I was like, Oh, okay. Um, okay. I don't like this. <laughs> Dick Grayson, or sorry, Rick Grayson is drinking and using guns and doing everything that Dick Grayson wouldn't, but he's slowly remembering things. Maybe. Yeah. That's like my quick recap of the issue. That's pretty much everything that happened, I think. I mean, the cop's weird. I'm not a fan of the yeah, cop. I don't, I don't know. I thought like he was going to get in the Nightwing suit for a minute. I was like, what the hell? He did. I thought the one at the end was Rick. Rick with the longer hair, no buzz cut. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, wow. I was gonna say when you were talking, like I'm pretty sure it was a cop, and now I'm like, I have the issue right here. I'm like, yeah, that's oh, definitely wow. the cop. Yeah, I completely misinterpreted that. Wow, I thought that was Rick in this. Okay, that's cop. Okay, then I like that better than. Okay, my fault. Yeah, the cop puts on the suit. So okay. I don't like that. I mean, I'm I'm okay. I'd rather that than Rick in the Nightwing suit using a gun. That's which is what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Well, Rick is a buzz cut, and so. I mean, hopefully Rick sees that, and that'll make him get more flashbacks to his Nightwing memory. And hopefully, but like, it, this is kind of like know. the end of Batman New Fifty Two. Main hero has amnesia, so a cop takes up the mantle. Yeah, when Jim Gordon took over <laughs> I'm just, Batman. Mantle. Like, hey. We're going to have a guy take up the Nightwing mantle who's a character that we introduced in the first page of the same issue. <laughs> Imagine if Tim Drake took up the Nightwing mantle instead. Yeah, that would be more interesting, but I guess because he's in Heroes in Crisis, they couldn't use Tim. Yeah, but that would have been so cool. <laughs> it could have been cool, and since you know Tim Drake is not really fitting in as Red, Red Robin, it would have made more sense. But yeah, um, mm. that was that. Yeah. I, I didn't really care for the issue, to be honest. I'd probably give it like a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I didn't care for it either. And I'm honestly like really, really, really considering Nightwing. I like Scott Lobdell as a writer, and we already know by the January solicitations Dick will be back. But like, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not enjoying the series, you know. Me either. So mm-hmm. that was nice. I give it like comments. a four. Yeah, that's fair, you know. But that's our. Uh, comics of the week a few good ones a few bad ones batman nightwing bad um the rest but, good but uh th- that's not the end of the episode just yet we're gonna do a character of the week we'll try to make it quick um our character of the week as hunter said in the beginning is simon bez uh in honor of the ending of green lanterns and possibly the ending of simon's comic 
in for a while. He might not be in anything for a while. Um, so we'll talk about how we were first introduced to the character, or something we like about the character, uh, if there's like a specific moment you like, or something, or I guess a title you would like to see him in. So uh, mm-hmm. Hunter, you can go first. Okay, uh, so he was introduced in the Green Lanterns in New 52. I actually read the trade of that. I didn't get the single issues, but I read him first in Trinity War, which is a New 52 arc, where it's like Team Batman versus Team Wonder Woman versus Team Superman, and I believe he was on Team Wonder Woman. I can't remember what team he was on, but he was there, and he was like the rookie lantern, and he kept pointing out that he was a rookie. I'm like, okay, guy, who who, who the <laughs> heck are you? You're kind of kind of annoying because he's like hey guys I, i'm kind of new to this whole this whole like mask thing what what do we do it's like <laughs> but now like i'm sure if i reread trinity war i think like ah, simon you're so funny like because i know the character more now and yeah. um for those who don't know his origin basically he was framed for uh for having a bomb on him when he wasn't when he didn't or something like that and it was this whole racist thing and he went to jail because he's muslim and mm. He escaped because he had so much willpower of just sitting in that cell, and then a lantern ring came through the window, and he's like, "Oh, oh, good, hot diggity dog! Look at me! I am a Green Lantern now." Hot, so, hot diggity dog. He just didn't like actually, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. He, he said, "Hot diggity dog." He, he, I don't think he actually did, but <laughs> he, did not, he did not. Say yeah, that. but uh, yeah, then uh, I, that's how I was introduced to him. I later read his full origin story. I think I've actually read every single comic with Simon Baz in it, so. Like, he was in Justice League Rebirth, he was in Green Lantern's Rebirth, of course, that's his series, he was in Trinity War, he was in Green Lantern, New 52, I don't know, he was in a, a Grayson Annual number one, where uh, they were talking about Dick Grayson, and Azriel's just like, oh, it's Dick Grayson, and Harley Quinn's like, Dick Grayson, Simon Spad's like, who? So, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, he's like a funny character who... Like, he's very sarcastic in a way. He he doesn't know what's going on a lot of the times, but at the same time, he's so powerful and he cares a lot for people. Uh, he used to be very angry, but they kind of changed that from him to being, like, a guy that just cares so much. He's kind of... And, like, he's a fan of things, too. He's a huge Superman fan. There's parts in Green Lantern's Rebirth where you see his bedroom and he has a Superman poster. So, mm-hmm. like, he, he's a fan as well, so I like that. And I see him in the future being... Um, I don't know. <laughs> so, we have no idea when we'll see him next. So I hope I hope he appears in Morrison's Green Lantern run. I hope he appears in Justice League. Like, we got Firestorm in today's in like this week's issue. I hope Simon will show up one time. But yeah, that's my Simon Baz character biography. Your turn. Okay. Um, I was introduced to him as well in Trinity War. If you trade, like I loved Trinity War the first time I read. It. I loved it. Me too. It was so cool. Like yeah, exactly. I was like wow, like literally cover to cover i was like wow and that's like i don't know i thought it was awesome uh i'm sticking out in that story like you said he's kind of just like there like i'm the rookie uh, um i always thought the gun the gun was weird because in the beginning he was using the gun right because he like didn't he didn't trust ring. the I ring it was that much yeah yeah so that was like an interesting aspect um then uh like you said green lantern and the new 52 um that was good i i was like i was never like huge on simon's character but he was there i was like okay he's Oh, cool he's cool and then um in rebirth he was in justice league rebirth i didn't like the series but i didn't have anything against his character i thought he was written fine i, th- I thought it was interesting having two green lanterns on the justice league you know i kind of liked um, it yeah I-, I liked it i liked it and i liked his character um and then i haven't read green lanterns as many of you have heard by now and uh <laughs> I-, I plan to read it but I, I hope that when I do read it, I uh, start to enjoy Simon's character. And then um, for something that I'd like to see him in, um, 
so Young Justice is going to introduce the new Lantern, Teen Lantern, and uh, it's going to be somebody hacking a Green Lantern ring, and that's how they like get in. So it would be interesting, I guess, since Simon is not Simon being the one who like investigates his ring Lantern. hacked. I don't know. Like, just do something with his character. Don't do nothing, you know? Yeah, don't throw him away. Don't kill him either. Jesus, it's Tom King. Yeah, please, please, please don't kill him. <laughs> Nobody is safe of Tom King's wrath. <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't need to die. He's a great character. I, I like how he... Like, I wouldn't mind him being Earth's protector, too. Because basically, in Green Lanterns, they, at the beginning, they explained that they need a lantern by Earth at all times. Because Earth has so much crime going on. So... Mm. They had Jessica and Simon being those lanterns because the rest were in Hallam Palace. But now I don't think any of them... Well, I guess Kyle's on the Titans, so he's kind of... Kyle's like, on Titans and John's, John's in Justice, Justice League. Okay, never mind. I was going to say Simon should be that since everyone else is in space. <laughs> but nope, there's two other lanterns there. And Guy Gardner's probably there too since he wanted to go back to Earth so many times in Hallam Palace. But, yeah, uh, it'd be cool if he was Earth's lantern. But yeah, that's, that's Simon Baz. <laughs> That's our character of the week, and that pretty much wraps up our episode, I think. Yep, that that's all. So uh, Hunter could say his... Uh, yeah! Okay, so uh, thank, thanks. <laughs> thank you for watching. Uh, tune in next week for some more comics and some more news, probably. And I don't think we have any special going on next week, unless something huge happens this week. So uh, thanks for watching, and thanks for being a hero. Bye. Sounds better when I say it. Okay. Just yeah. saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Cut. <laughs>